When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome all you cool cats and kittens to another episode of Sports Ethos Bulls. This is our post-game recap for the Bulls versus Cavaliers for uh, what's today's date? December 8th. And uh, yeah, obviously a sad one, right? We uh, we dropped it. It was not a pretty game. But uh, I'm your host, Keith Cork. I'm here to break it down for you, exactly what I saw. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to come clean. I only watched about half of this game. And usually when I do that, you know, I had something else going on. So I was kind of – I had it in the background. I was popping in to watch maybe about five, six-minute stretches. And then I had to pop out again. And usually when I do that, I'll I'll rewatch the parts that I did miss. uh, Or I will turn it on the next morning and rewatch. That's one of the benefits of having – NBA League passes, you can pretty much watch it anytime uh, after it's over, as long as it's not a blacked out game. But unfortunately, uh, you know, what I saw from this game makes me basically, I, I don't want to turn it back on. I, I don't want to be sad. I don't want to watch bad basketball. It just, it feels like there's no value to be gained here from watching the rest of this game that I missed. So uh, I'm, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to break down what I saw from the, from the half that I did watch. Uh, and just kind of look at the box score and tell you guys some observations there. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, obviously the Bulls came into this as, as two and a half point dogs. And I don't want to call this, a, you know, a scheduled loss or anything like that. I, mean, I don't think it was. I think it was a very winnable game. Uh, but, you know, it's the Cavaliers are rough. The Cavaliers are tough. Uh, it's hard for us to, to really beat these guys. Um, they've got so much length and so much athleticism. Uh, it was really difficult for us on the inside. Uh, so we ended up resorting to a lot of threes, taking 26 threes. Uh, you know, not, not a terrible, terribly high amount. Uh, but we shot seven for 26. So, um, and that's that's what I noticed in the game. That's the biggest takeaway is that just shots just weren't falling. Uh, the ability to put the ball in the hole just, just wasn't there today. Uh, Lonzo Ball had a good game, shot six for 12. Uh, he had 19 points. Uh Vucevic shot eight for 23. Uh, we'll touch on that in a minute here. That's the guy I mainly watched when I did tune in. Zach Levine had another decent and, and good game. He's just an all-star. This guy's just incredible. Nine for 21, 23 points, nine assists. Um, one for three from threes only. I'm surprised he took, didn't take as many threes or more threes. Uh, it feels like he should have because that was what was open against this athletic and long Cleveland Cavaliers team that plays three seven-footers. I mean, that's, let's just be honest. It's hard for us to 
um, go in there and score against three seven footers, you know, you know, and we all know Laurie Markkinen isn't necessarily the best rim protector, but uh, with Evan Mobley there, and oh my gosh, Evan Mobley, he's just incredible. Um, it, it just was difficult, but yeah, they did come in as two and a half point dogs and kind of uh, stumbling and, and and you know, kind of mumbling here a little bit. But uh, two and a half point dogs and nets from my bookie is was where I got those lines. And guys will be getting all of our odds on this show from my bookie, which is simply the best sports book out there. I like that I can always get a hold of their customer service via chat day or night. And guys, right now, if you sign up and enter the promo code Hoopball, that's H O O P B A L L, you get your first deposit match halfway up to your first thousand dollars. So if you put in a thousand dollars, guys, you get an extra five hundred. That's Hoopball, H O O P B A L L. Go snag it. Get that free money. Put some free money on our bullies here and there. I wasn't betting the Bulls tonight uh, at all, though, because uh, it just felt like, again, not necessarily a scheduled loss for them. But, you know, Vegas and everybody kind of knew this was going to be a difficult game. Uh, it just wasn't going to be easy. Um, again, it's it's just a length. And, yeah, speaking of uh, Mr. Evan Mobley, this guy is the real deal, guys. I mean, he just – he had how many blocks tonight? Like, at least five. When I was last looking, he had five. He ended up with five blocks. So um, I saw pretty much all of them. I think I saw four out of five of them. And these things, I mean, as soon as he grabbed the ball or smacked the ball, it's like, oh, of course he was going to block that. Like, it just seemed so easy. Um, and and it seemed like our guys just kind of accepted the fact, like, okay, yeah, he blocked the ball. Like, it's, it's just something that was going to happen. This guy, his ability to – his hand-eye coordination mixed with that, that just athleticism, that length. It's incredible. If you guys haven't had a chance to watch the Cleveland Cavaliers this season, I definitely suggest it. Uh, they're a lot of fun to watch. I've only caught this game, honestly. This is the first time uh, the Bullies have played them. I've been sleeping on the Cavaliers uh, for, a, for a minute, but uh, I'm honestly going to blame the national media because they don't put the Cavs uh, on national TV, which is where I watch most of my games that aren't Bulls games. Uh, typically turn into ESPN, TNT, or I have an NBA TV uh, subscription through League Pass. So I just don't catch a lot of uh, Cavs games because people just aren't playing them uh, nationally. Uh, but yeah, they, they obviously are off to a really great start. Uh, got a lot of young talent. Should be very excited for their future. But Evan Mobley, man, that is the guy that really popped off the screen to me in the, in the half of this game that I did watch. Um, you know, everybody on our team struggled to score against him. I remember um, there was specifically... One uh, block that was just incredible, and it just turned the tide for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, that was just about the end of the third. And Zach Levine, uh, he had shot, missed a free throw and ended up with the rebound, and we were down, I think, eight or nine points. So, uh, you know, it, it was within reach. Levine goes in for a layup or a dunk, and it just gets gobbled up. He just wraps up the ball <laughs> in midair, uh, which is against Zach Levine, who, of course, we all know is a high flyer. He dunks on people. He uh, gets to the rim. He finishes strong. This season, I've, I've said it a few times on the show, I like the way he's gone to the rim and finished over people. And you're not going to do that against Evan Mobley. And it was it was just – it happened all game. It was frustrating to watch. Um, you know, Vucevic, uh, let's talk a little bit about him. That was a guy that uh, I wrote before this game. Here are a couple of things I always have, like two or three things that I'm looking for. Looking for big things from Vooch. This isn't a great matchup for him, but he took 24 shots in the last game. I think in this game he ended up at 23, I want to say. Let me just double-check that real quick. Um yeah, he ended up with 23 shots, and he shot 34.8%. One for seven from three, which was the, really the killer. I watched, I think, at least six of those misses just playing off the rim. Um, and that was just so depressing. I really did. I actually had a, uh, some money on his over 
uh, one and a half. So he had to get two threes for me. And of course he fell short. Uh, it was yet plus uh, 100 odds through my bookie. So that was one for one. And I thought that was a good bet. And obviously he took seven of them. I mean, most nights he takes seven, he's going to hit two. Uh, he just, something is not, did not look right tonight. Um, and then when he was trying to finish down low, that length of the Cleveland Cavaliers, the thing that I noticed was he really defaulted a lot to uh, the move where he basically uh, does gives a little shot fake and then turns over his uh, left shoulder, trying to imagine it in my mind, turns over his left shoulder and gives a little hook here. Uh, and I saw him miss about four or five of those in a row before I said, oh my gosh, this is going to be an awful night for the Bulls. There's no way. If Uchi doesn't have a good game against these guys, there's no way we're going to hang with them. The other thing I wrote down before the game started was I, I was expecting a letdown. I literally wrote this before the game started, guys. Expecting a letdown after the Nuggets victory. I mean, they came out, they took care of business against that Nuggets team after DeMar DeRozan was, was was ruled out. It's something we see a lot with teams is, you know, when they have a star player ruled out, a lot of times they'll rally uh, for a game or two and just play super well. And then they'll just kind of regress to where we where they probably should be without that special guy. And DeMar DeRozan obviously would have helped a lot, I think, with DeMar DeRozan. Uh, it's a totally different basketball game. I don't want to speculate, you know, we win or not. I think the Cavs played a wonderful, fantastic uh, game. There are stretches of the game where the Bulls really had had defense that was troubling them and stopping them at the rim. I, I did note down that we had did a nice job on Garland at, at times. Uh, one guy on, on the Cavs that did stick out to me also on the offensive end was Jared Allen. Uh, this guy has has a much more polished offensive game than the last time I watched him, which, which was at some point last season. Uh, he was hitting the mid-range jumpers. He took a three. I think he only took one tonight. Let me just double-check that. But I think he only took one three. I, I was like, yeah, he took one. I was super surprised. I mean, I, I don't think I've even ever watched Jared Allen uh, take a three. Uh, I'm curious now as to how many he shoots on this season. Let me look that up for you guys real quick while I'm uh, blabbering on. Uh, yeah, I see one, two, three. He's got, I think, four. four. This will be the fifth three-pointer he took on the season. So I was pretty pretty shocked to see that. I was like, wait a minute, he's just going to rise up like that? Uh, of course he claimed it. It didn't, didn't go in. Um, looks like he's made one out of those five that he's taken. Maybe it was at the end of the shot clock, and that's why uh, he took that shot. But, uh, yeah, he no, but the things I did see that were positives, where that he was, uh, he he actually gave the same kind of dream shake, uh, and then over his left shoulder hook against Vucevic and nailed it. Um, so he was on, Vuce was off. That was that was just a minus for us. Um, you know, I also noted here Vuce had a wide open layup and threw the ball away. It was about five minutes left in the second, um, and at that point already, I didn't like the body language I saw with the bullies. They just they were down. They were down maybe about I think twelve points or so at that point. And uh, they just looked like they were defeated already. It just looked like you know they didn't want to play this game. Uh, it just was a bad game. Just shots were not falling. So um, just not not a whole lot to take away from this. I think it's something you just take your lumps, you take your loss. Uh, I know my co-host uh, Trey and I. You know we definitely both thought this was a winnable game. We both thought they could go uh, three and one over this four-game stretch without Demar Derozan. That's he'd probably be back after the next four games or so, as long as he's you know healthy and not experiencing bad symptoms. So, uh, you know, we, we thought this was a very winnable game, and uh, the Bulls honestly didn't come out and give their best effort, uh, and they just they just didn't shoot the ball well. I thought they were getting good looks, honestly, uh, especially from the three-point arc. They were getting it wide open three-pointers, uh, but it just, it just didn't go super hot. And, of course, you know, we are super, super thin. So we had guys like Elise Johnson getting 11 minutes, Devin Dotson got 19 minutes, Tony Bradley got near 15 minutes. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. I thought actually had some good moments in there. He played uh, about 26 and a half minutes. 
Uh, Io had a had a letdown game, which was kind of predictable. He had 34 minutes. He only had five points and three assists. Didn't grab a single rebound, which is kind of uh, depressing here. Uh, again, it's a opposing Cavs team that has three seven footers. So altogether, you know, all said and done, not the most shocking thing in the world. But you would think he'd at least grab you know a couple of those boards. So it was just uh, just not a great night. You know, I thought Derek Jones Jr. had some nice moments, um, especially when we were struggling to score and, and down double digits. He ended with 11 points on four of seven shooting, um, taking it to the rack, doing what he has to do. He didn't have a single block, though. Um, it's just the length, man. I mean, it really boils down to that. It's as simple as that. So I don't really know if there's a whole lot more to say about it, unfortunately. Um you know, just, just not something that we're going to get a whole lot of value from. So it is what it is. Um, a couple other things I noted. I love that they came out of the halftime. Actually, one thing that I did like, uh, I want to end on a positive note here. I love that they got uh, Vooch involved with a pick and pop. Uh, I believe it was with Zach Levine right out of the time timeout at halftime, or right out of the halftime, I should say. So the beginning of the second half, the first play, pick and pop, he drains a 18-footer or so. Um, I love that. Get him a little bit of confidence back. Obviously, that didn't carry over. I was hoping he'd have a big half. That didn't happen. Um but yeah, I think then at, at some point in the third, near the third, end of the third, uh, beginning of the fourth, uh, and probably until about eight minutes in the fourth, uh, when we still thought we might have a chance to come back at this thing, I thought people were trying to do too much. Specifically, I saw like Lonzo Ball, you know, take like a kind of a, a step back three, uh, and nobody was moving on the offensive end at that point. So, I mean, I don't blame him for taking that shot, but it's just not something about Lonzo Ball doing a whole lot. He's more of a spot-up jump shooter, um, a guy that you know, gets on the move and, and hits people uh, with the open pass. So uh, just just not something that you know we want to see. Um, saw another, a few other instances where guys were just um, out of their comfort zone trying to push too much. So we were just you know pushing to win this. So um, wisely, I think, uh, Billy Donovan did sit our – Bullies players and, uh, you know, ended up just kind of seeding this one to the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was a good win for them. They totally deserved it. They outplayed us. There's no doubt about it. The Bulls are off all the way until Saturday now. Uh, so they'll get a good, you know, one, two, three days of rest here. And then they get the heat. Uh, hopefully in during that time, they can figure out, you know, some of the, some things, uh, that we can improve upon from this last game here. The Heat uh, are a little bit less intimidating without Bam Adebayo. The uh, Bulls did just sign Stanley Johnson today. Uh, they did get a hardship exception, which we did talk about in the last show, because uh, I believe that means that DeMar tested positive for COVID. He had to, uh, I believe, um, or, or maybe just because he's still in the health and safety protocols. I'll have to clarify that. But uh, either way, we got the hardship exception, which allows us to sign the 16th player, which is Stanley Johnson, who obviously was with the team you know, before the season started. I like this guy, man. I like this pickup. I like um, this is kind of a low end. You know, I was talking about Tory Craig uh, on last show, if, if the Bulls would trade somebody for somebody from the Indiana Pacers. It fits the need. It fits the need of needing an athletic guy that can play the three or four spot, the wing spot, and can guard one through five, um, can hit an open jumper here and there. Uh, obviously, he's not the best player in the world. I'm not like going to go crazy and think he's going to like step in and play a 25, 30-minute role. Uh, but I think he'll definitely get in the rotation here against Miami. I, I, I bet he pays, plays about 10 to 15 minutes because uh, he does have some experience with the team. And, uh, you know, I think uh, I think he's got that skill set. Uh, that we're looking for, and it's going to help out a lot. You know, Derek Jones Jr. Uh, is really the only guy that can do that for us right now. And let me see, how many minutes did he have tonight? He had 28 minutes. Um, 
he had two personal fouls. I was wondering if he was in foul trouble. So 28 minutes is a little shocking to me against a team with uh, seven, three seven-footers. But uh, I guess Elise probably got in there, and, and Tony Bradley probably got in there also a bit more just to kind of combat that length. So, uh, yeah, I like the Stanley Johnson signing. Uh, I think he'll be a decent part of this. I don't think, you know, uh, this isn't something we should overreact on. I think this is, uh, again, not a scheduled loss, but it was going to be a tough game always. Uh, I think it was still a winnable game, so I wish they would have come out with the victory, but um, they were they were underdogs, and, and rightfully so, and, and Cleveland came out and played played their best game, or not their best game, but they played the game they had to play, and they took the victory, uh, so they did just fine. Uh, but you know what's uh, not terrible? Manscaped products. I am in love with the performance package 4.0 from Manscaped. Included is the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, formulations, and two free gifts. This package is the perfect package to help you really handle the rock. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. So yeah, uh, next one's in Miami, and we'll uh, we'll have Trey back for that one. It'll be a weekend show. It'll be our longer show. We'll talk about some potential trades for the Bulls, which we've been talking about for a minute here. We didn't do it on the last show, but this next show, we're going to get to it. I'm going to have be a little bit more prepared and have my agenda together here. Uh, we'll talk about potential trades for the Bulls to get that uh, athletic wing that they need to replace Patrick Williams. And we'll also talk about uh, and recap the Bulls heat game, which should be a pretty good one, guys. It starts at 7 p.m. Central on Saturday, December 11th. But until then, I am Keith Cork signing off, and you can find me on Twitter at, at BSBPKeith. That's at BSBPKeith, B as in boy. Uh, and you can find my buddy Trey at Final Finally on Twitter also. So go ahead and follow us there. And guys, follow us on Twitter, the show on Twitter also at EthosBulls. And until this weekend, guys, stay frosty, and we'll talk to you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.